everywhere you go. MTN. This is the Big Small Business Show. Welcome back. Now, we've often discussed that failure doesn't define you as an entrepreneur and that it can actually make you stronger. Joining me now in studio is Lindile Koko, author of The Young Entrepreneur's Playbook, Using Failure as a Shortcut to Success. Welcome. Thank you, Alain. Now we've had you here before, and now an author. Fantastic. Thank you. Always great chatting to you. First book? This is the first book, yes. Fantastic. Let, let's talk about this because, uh, you know, if people talk about um, failure as a good thing. But when you're going through it, it certainly doesn't feel like it's a, a, a good thing. Yeah. So for me, it's, it's, it's how you look at it and, and how you treat it. Firstly, you have to expect that it's going to happen, especially if you're an entrepreneur, because failure is actually the route to success. There's no getting to success without um, hitting some challenges along the way and some failure along the way. If it's expected, then you look at it differently. Because when it lands uh, and you had expected it to arrive, then you have to ask yourself the question. In, in, in what I'd advise people to do is to ask que the question, okay, so now that it's here, what can I learn from it? Because you, it, it's essentially an instrument and a pathway to success. So if you look at it that way, then uh, you, you don't take it so personally. Okay, so we'll, talk, we'll come back to that taking it personally uh, just now. But in the moment, because I too have failed often and expect to fail, more often into the future. Yeah. But in the moment that you are in the process of failing, in other words, things are not going according to the way you anticipate and perhaps far worse, you're trying to remedy that. You're trying to actually not fail. So you're spending all your energy trying not to fail while you are failing. And sometimes you're successful at that and sometimes you're not. And then you speak about, well, what can I learn from this? So how can you sort of e exit yourself when you're very much in the process of failing yeah. or, or, or trying not to fail and the other is you're getting a meta perspective on your on your your failing and saying what can I learn from it how do you separate yourself like in, in those two states so I think I think uh, to, to answer to your very first question I don't think we should try to avoid failure uh, firstly, which is what you said, is that you, you, you're trying to navigate past it or, or, or get to success without it. Um, I think the realization that it's going to be there, it's definitely going to happen, but it's an instrument towards the outcome. So it's nothing that you should try to avoid. And this is how I believe innovation happens, is when you, you hit failure, fail fast, uh, but move on very quickly by asking yourself the right questions when you do um, get it. In, in this instance, Alan, is that sometimes when you're entering into something new, you, you're launching a new product into the marketplace or you're launching a new business, uh, in most cases you'll research as much as you can, be it desktop, you'll ask questions, you'll speak to mentors. But there's certain instances that you don't know what you don't know. So when you then encounter something that you don't know, that's when the first moment of failure happens. Mm. It's actually a teaching moment. Mm. So I, I use failure as one of those mentors and the teachers of life is that, oh, hello, old friend, you are not there to disrupt me in any way. You're here to teach me something. Just because I look at failure in that particular way, I'll say, okay, once I've encountered it, even though I didn't 
want it to happen, but it did happen, I asked myself the question, so what is it here to teach me? And I try to learn as quickly as, I c as possible so I can go back and iterate, change uh, what I didn't know, and, and incorporate that so that I can continue to, more, uh, to move forward to, to success. So fail quickly, fail forward, or fail upwards. So, so um, I'm good uh, Collins, um, uh, good strategy, not good strategy, bad strategy. Um, oh, I forget the author's name now. Jim Collins, Jim Collins. Yeah. Um, spoke about in one of his books about the fact that when you're taking risks in a business, that I if you get a missile in, it has to be above the waterline, not below the waterline. Otherwise, you completely sink. And what he's saying is that the, the kind of failure that you can withstand should be one that you can get up from again. Whereas many people, you know, put all, all, the, all the money on red or on black and, you know, it's binary. They either win or lose. Mm. How do you come back, I mean, from that kind of failure where I see some entrepreneurs taking such enormous risk where there is no comeback. It's like really all chips on, you know, on, mm. on black. Uh, well, uh, for, for me, I differentiate gambling and risk. Risk is a part of what we do as entrepreneurs. Uh, I generally believe that. And, and risk is, you have to at least, at, at, at the very surface, having done, ask all of the right questions and, and, and calculated that risk in terms of what's the devastation of this risk. Can I withstand it? Yes, I'm willing to go for this. And yes, you may be blindsided, but, blindsided, but you, you, you'll be, uh, be able to absorb a large part of it. A, game, a gamble to me is going to something completely blindly that you haven't done your homework, you haven't studied, uh, you haven't asked all of the right questions, and you haven't prepared sufficiently enough. When you go into something like that, then it's a complete gamble. Then you, could be, you can lose absolutely everything when it comes to that. I wouldn't recommend it to, 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 to anyone, but risk is something I think we must uh, sort of know that it's a part of what we do, especially when you're changing something. When you're doing something that bold and so robust, there is an element of risk to it, but you must have calculated what the devastation of that risk could be. Can you withstand it? And what's the positive? The other side of the coin is that should this thing work out that I'm trying to do, what could I yield on the other side of this? And this is what I actually uh, write about in the book is that um, uh, you must be, uh, the, the degree of success is typically tied to how much you're willing to fail. The mm. degree of success you achieve is tied to actually how much you're willing to fail. That actually talks to what I'm talking about is that you, you've calculated that risk that this is how much I'm willing to fail to make this thing a success. And, and, and that, that's, that's, that's my, my, my advice. Lindina, thanks uh, so much for your insights. Uh, it's, it's so exciting to see you, you know, also branch out and try new things, so pure entrepreneurial spirit in you. And uh, much success with, with the book and uh, with uh, all the new things uh, in your life right now. No, thank you, Alana. I, I don't know if I can add this, but um, that the reason I wrote the book is I believe we must do what we must use what we have to do what we can, especially in the country. The country is going through a lot of big challenges. We've got issues such as the economy is, is, is troubled. There's a lot of unemployment. And therefore, um, from an entrepreneurship point of view and a small business, I believe this is where the recovery is going to come from. So me writing this book is, is, is for our young entrepreneurs or budding entrepreneurs in the country to, to help turn this country around.
The Big Small Business Show was proudly brought to you by Saika. Choose a difference maker, choose a chartered accountant. The Big Small Business Show was brought to you by MTN Business. It's go time. Everywhere you go, MTN.